0: Welcome to Elite! It's all systems go as the Motorpoint Arena ushers out Ollie Mars to prepare for the world as the World Championships get ready to start in Nottingham. After three wins in four warm up games, attention now turns to the main event, which begins on Saturday when the Great Britain's men's team host Korea in the first of their Division 1A games, which will hopefully see a return to the top flight. To gauge the mood, I caught up with GB defenceman and Cardiff Devils captain Mark Richardson, who brought us up to date ahead of Saturday's opening game. We're international on Elite. Richie, firstly, great to have you on, Elite, and an exciting time, I'm sure, as the World Championship's prepared to start on Saturday in Nottingham. Tell us what the mood's like in the camp ahead of that opening game against Korea.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as usual coming into these tournaments, the guys are really excited. Um, and then there's that kind of uh, added bonus of playing on, uh, on home ice. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, after these kind of warm-up games we've had, um, you know we're we're prepared and, and ready to go. And these
0: games f- for your country are they much easier to get up for because of the pride there is it in wearing the national jersey? Did is that something you've maybe noticed in your career?
1: Um, yeah, I wouldn't say you know it's any any different for getting up for for you know games for your club, but I think uh, you know obviously to 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 make it onto the the national team, you know you you have to. Um, go through the, the training camp process and obviously some very good players uh, unfortunately had to had to miss out so um you know you feel very very privileged to be here and um, yeah I think to play for your country anytime is great but this this tournament is going to be uh, extra special on on home ice, as I've said before and um yeah the pride uh, to pull on that jersey uh, is huge
0: as I say, the first game is against Korea on Saturday. And as you've alluded to, you've come out of a tough run of four games in five days against Latvia and Hungary. Where do you feel the team is at right now as you assess those performances looking back?
1: Yeah, I mean, um <clears throat> I think you know, whenever whenever we get together and there's there's new players in the squad, um, you know, it takes a little bit of time to to prepare, you know, to play the way that, that we want to play. But um I think everyone uh, the new guys that have joined the joined the squad and um you know got to grips with things very very fast and I thought we put in um you know for the most part every game putting great performances against uh you know a very high seed seeded country in latvia and uh, a very good hungry team so um no it's it's looking positive and uh you know over the next few days before we start it's something we gotta keep working at and um hopefully then come in. Coming into Saturday's game, we're, you know, hundred percent ready to go.
0: You've mentioned the fact that some players that have left the squad in the last few days, I, I get it's a general positive atmosphere going into a tournament like this, but it must put a slight downer, knowing that maybe one or two guys, certainly in your case, I know there's one or two guys in there that you know quite well, have have had to miss out on this occasion.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's obviously the the worst part of the whole whole experience is um you know, having to having to say goodbye to to players, um, and, and uh, obviously their disappointment. But you know, as ourselves that are still here, was it was so hard to see them go. You know, players that played a huge huge part for this team. You know, over the last god um, knows how many years, and and um, no it's really hard. Um, but you know, those players were all so professional, and and wish the team nothing but a good luck going forward. And um, you know, for us guys who are, who are fortunate enough to to be here for the tournament. we got to, you know, go out and, and give our best, knowing that, you know, these guys would love to be here.
0: So uh, just brings the next question about how much the team has gelled o- over the last week. Have you seen that firsthand of just how well the team is coming together with the games, the team bonding, just generally being around each other?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, um, the the thing with this this team over the years, I mean, it doesn't matter... Uh, is your first year or your tenth, or isn't Jonathan Phillips his twentieth, or whatever it is? Um, you know, everyone just just comes together so so fast, and uh, you know, it's a testament to the to the characters we have on this team. Uh, you know, I'm sure if you ask the guys that they come in on their first year, they you know straight away they're made to feel welcome and, and part of the team, and um, you know, it's been great to to be together for a week and. And um, get to know you know the the, the newer guys better and um, yeah I mean I think that's going to help us going into the tournament and you know we really feel like a team.
0: So what have the two wins over Hungary done for confidence in the group?
1: Yeah, I, I think they'll they'll be huge. I think um, you know as we've talked about uh, talked about already. You know it's it takes a bit of time for learning. You know not just learning the new systems, but maybe you play a different way at your club team. So. You know, in different situations, you have to kind of train your your brain to to do different things. But um, I think they were huge because you know, even when you come into these tournaments, you know, five games in seven days, you, you can. It's pretty fair to say you're not going to play the best period every period, and you have to have that kind of um, mental attitude as a team. That uh, you know, even if you don't have a good period, you you know, you you got a, play a certain way to keep yourself in the game, you know, and I think these these warm-up games were like that. You know, we had a few spells where maybe we we're under a bit of pressure, but, you know, we, we showed ourselves that we can contain that pressure and, and take our chances when we get them.
0: And, of course, the manner of the results too, that, that's also got got to help things as you get so close to the tournament now.
1: No, exactly, yeah. I think um, one one huge positive from, from these games were, um, you know, Scoring some goals and um, special teams, I think, uh, you know, a thing that was very, very tough for us the last few years at that top level were special teams because you're playing against some some of the best penalty killers in the world, some of the best power play guys, you know, and um, it was good to to get the, the confidence on both sides of that going uh, before we start on Saturday.
0: I'm curious to know that the about the dynamic of the coaching staff right now. You're working with Corey Nielsen and Chuck Weber in person. Adam Keith's working remotely and because of the situation with his wife being pregnant. And Pete, of course, in Germany overseeing his team and their success in the DEL 2 earlier this week. What's that been like? You know, the coaching team are there, but half of them aren't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think um when it when it comes down to uh to Pete, Corey, um Adam Keefe and and Ewan King, they've worked together for a number of years now. That they kind of, you know, all relay the, the same messages. Um, so in this situation now, obviously, um, with Adam Keefe back in back in Belfast, and you know he can be looking at video, cutting video, you know, looking at any way he can help the team there. You know, um, Corey, you know him and Pete using the, the systems we've used the last few years. It's just reiterating all of that. And then um, bringing Chuck, Chuck Webber in, who um, was with us a, a number of years ago. And, uh, you know, is, is, as he said himself, he's very honoured to be to be here again and, and trying to help the team. And um, you and King also with the, with the netminders and uh, cutting video, it just kind of all works together, you know, and then um, we'll be expecting Pete here shortly. And, uh, yeah, and off we go. So, to Saturday, Mark, what are you expecting
0: from the Koreans in that first game?
1: I would imagine same as, uh, you know, we haven't played them for a few years, but, um, you know, a lot of speed, uh, very, very kind of disciplined in their in their systems and structure and uh, be a very, very tough team to break down. But, um, yeah, no, I'm expecting a, a very, very tough game, as all of them will be. Um but, um, yeah, I think their they're main threats, to their their speed, and um, try not to get frustrated if you can't break them down.
0: And you've played in many of these tournaments through the years. It's it's too easy to say it, but it's true. A good start is so important in, in a tournament like this where the games come thick and fast. You don't have time to feel sorry for yourselves and, of course, getting those points on the board.
1: 100%. I mean, that's, that's you know, basically... Uh, The reason why we were able to put ourselves in that position to to be promoted to uh to the top level you know an opening day win against slovenia and um you know that goes the other way and you're really up against it um so yeah it's it's huge um you know at this level i feel you know yes you know every team can beat every team but you you really need to try and uh get yeah, those wins early and, and hopefully not rely on you know other results maybe later down the line with the lucky land you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky
1: play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky
0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And you've been around the men's team since, since 2005, Mark, what's it like to go from the end of a domestic season where you've given your all every game from September right up to the end of the season, then you have to get yourself up again for internationals at the end of, it, of a tough season? Or is it second nature to someone like yourself with, with your experience?
1: I think yeah, I think it is kind of second nature. I mean, um, you know, it's it's always a, a little bit different. It's a change of scenery, you know, different different teammates and and all that. So it it does feel a little bit different. But no, it's uh, it is a quick turnaround. You know, from you know uh, playing in the playoff final, you know, just just not much over a week ago kind of thing. And then you then you're uh, kind of one day off and, and back at it. But uh, no, I mean. That's why you gotta love doing it. You gotta enjoy it. And um, you know, it's it's such an honor to to be here still. And um no, as I say, it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Now, as I speak to you, um we're a couple of days from the start of the tournament, I believe you you and the guys all went axe throwing today. Um how did that go?
1: Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. No well, I mean I think um when we look at it there was no accidents, no uh well, that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, no loss or anything like that. So yeah, that's the main thing. No, it was good. It was good just um to have a little bit of downtime today. You know, it's been busy as you say with the warm up games and uh and practices. So um yeah, it was just a little activity just to get, get the boys out of the, the hotel on a kind of semi day off and and um, you know, have a have a little bit of fun and um yeah, as as you can imagine, it always gets competitive when you've got twenty uh, odd hockey players uh, throwing throwing axes. But no, it was it was uh, it was good to get out and just together with the boys and um, a little bit of team bonding. Yeah,
0: good. And of course, this tournament will be the last time you'll sit up with Jonathan Phillips. You mentioned him earlier; he's been around a long time. How much will he be missed around the, the national team setup? And to seeing someone like him decide to retire, maybe, maybe you start to think of your own retirement.
1: Yeah, I mean, firstly, I mean, it'd be a huge loss to um, to, to Team, team GB. Uh, John has just—you know—he's been the, the leader for so long, and um, it's, it's hard. To be honest, to, to put it into words, um, what you know he means to to, to the national team, and um, you know, to everyone wishes he could just carry on and carry on, and, and, um, but you know these things, these things happen, and there comes a time, and um, you know, say, you know, just a great example to to the younger guys, and. And guys coming through, you know, of, of how to act and conduct yourself. So hopefully um, you know, these guys have learned from that and um can kind of carry that, carry that on. Um in terms of my retirement, I haven't thought too much about it yet. Uh I feel good, um, you know, still love playing the game, so um just try not to think about that too much. Life and the old dog, yet. <laughs> <laughs> So it's been almost
0: two weeks since the the playoff weekend, a disappointing end to the season uh, for Cardiff, defeated by Belfast Giants in the final. A game where both teams put a lot in, a, a terrific game to watch. But from a Cardiff point of view, how big an opportunity was missed, do you feel?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously you come into uh, the playoff final, one-off game, um, you know, there's, there's always a, a chance. But... Um, yeah, it was it was a tough one. I think both teams played very well. Um both Netminders played very well. Uh, you know, a one one game, game with what was it, maybe eight, eight minutes left around that. Um yeah, it was it was gonna be one of those games, you know, like the one mistake kind of uh you know, kinda of hurts you and um yeah, Belfast managed to to get a couple of quick goals there and um it was always gonna be tough to get those back. But no, I mean Obviously, every time you, you you come out of a season without a trophy, it's it's bitterly disappointing. But um, I mean, as as captain, I can't fault the effort of the team all season. You know, um, it just wasn't to be. And and um, once I you know get home from here, and I'm sure everyone's the same. They've had a little kind of time off. It'll be time to just you know look and look at what we can do better next season.
0: How do you sum up the, the season as a whole for the Devils? I mean, fourth place on the face of it doesn't look good, but then you, you picked up plenty of points. You were only nine points behind Belfast uh, as it worked out in the end. So what do you take from a from a, a season like that?
1: Again, I mean, you, you, your first thought is, is, you know, you're disappointed that, um, you know, you didn't manage to to win any silverware. But um, as you say, nine nine points out, I mean, you can break it down however you want. I mean, you can look at games. i sure every team does this, you know, the games that you really feel feel you should have won and you drop points and then where you would be if you picked up those points. But I think it's just, it's tough. It's, the, the league is tough. It's, it's, you know, all about consistency. And um, again, the, the effort was there um, from everybody, but, uh, you know, you just have to be consistent Every night, and unfortunately, we just we just dropped too many too many points. Maybe where we'd feel we shouldn't have dropped them. So um, that's something we'll, we'll look to address next season.
0: And of course, the end of the season saw the news that Brody Dupont, your coach, um, has left the club at the end of the season. How much did you enjoy working with him and his time at the club?
1: Yeah, it, it was great. I mean, I can't you know thank Brody enough uh, for believing in me as as the, as his captain. Um, you know uh, for, for me as a player i want i want my coach to you know put the effort in and care and he de- he definitely did that um, you know it is a results based business and you know these things these things happen we all know that but uh, it doesn't make it any easier and i'm sure I'm sure, brody and an assistant coach uh, christian horn will will progress in their careers and, and go on to to good things
0: so back to World Championships. Once they're out of the way, when do you start to count down to a new season? Do you wait till you've had your, your well-earned break, or, or are you one of those guys that you're, you're keen to get back into it straight away?
1: Yeah, it's it's a, bit, a little bit different this year. I mean, we the last kind of three four years with the playing at the the top level, um, it was a very very short off season with um, you know finishing the end of May and then. You know, only really having June, July kind of to rest, recover, then get ready for for the new season. So finishing a little bit earlier this year, um, we'll we'll, we'll give a little bit more time, uh, which will be nice. But um, no, I'm not. I'm kind of, you know, sensible and and get a little bit of rest. But I like to try and, you know, get back at it, get back uh, into routine. And that's kind of what's always kept me going every summer. and, and look for, looking forward to the to the start of the season.
0: And again, back to the, the tournament starting on Saturday In Nottingham home ice. How much can the fans make it really special for you guys in, in the coming week?
1: I mean, we, we always have such a. It's funny, we always have such a great great following um, everywhere we go. You know, it doesn't matter which country we're in. Um, you know, even at the top level, there in in Tampa last year. Um, and in Slovakia, you you know the in two thousand nineteen I mean maybe bar in like a few countries we you know we had the most fans there, and we could be playing in quite a big arena, and you know they're still making loads of noise, so it's always great but but being at home, as you say um hopefully we'll have uh you know close to sold out rink every every game as as we can, and um yeah the the support's gonna be huge uh especially as you get down the stretch and you're into the third, fourth, fifth game, you know, in, in a short space of time, I think it can, uh, can really push us on, as it did in Belfast.
0: That's all from this episode of Elite. My thanks to Mark Richardson for his time as he prepares for more international work in the coming week. Next up, Liam Kirk joins us to share his thoughts ahead of the tournament opener against Korea. In case you missed them, previous podcasts with commentator Ed Kimberley, Ben Lake and Mark Lefebvre are still available for you to download, so check those out if you haven't already. Ticket info for the World Championships Division 1A can be found on the Ice Hockey UK website if you want to catch any of the action at the Motorpoint Arena, but you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Elite IH and like Elite Podcast on Facebook. Also, subscribe and download now from your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, and new episodes will drop as and when they're ready. Thank you for listening. I'll be back soon. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.